Welcome to Bundesliga Recap. I'm going to be recapping Germany's 4-2 loss to Brazil in the Olympic group stage. Wasn't the greatest game I would say from Germany, but there are some positives, and obviously there's quite a few negatives. Wasn't the great greatest performance, and I think the scoreline could have been a lot worse. But there was other several shocks across the Olympic uh, first match of the um, of the group stage because I mean Egypt tied Spain and with the players Sp- Spain brought is actually is quite surprising. They have several players that played in the Euros with Spain like Pau Torres, Eric Garcia, Unai Simon, Danny Olmo, Orja Bajal, Pedri, Ceballos. Like, they've got several. Asensio, he plays Real Madrid. Like, they've got top-class players playing, and that was quite impressive performance from Egypt to hold them down to a 0-0 draw. But on other hands, there was blowouts. Like, Mexico destroyed France, even though France did not bring their best team. Um, But, I mean, Mexico did bring, a, I would say, a good team, but I wouldn't. they didn't bring, like, an insane team either. But there was other results, especially like in the group that Germany are playing. Ivory Coast did beat Saudi Arabia two one. Um, Kessie is one of the better or the one of the bigger name players at this tournament. He scored for Ivory Coast. They brought a bigger name team. They've got Bailey from Manchester United. They've got players like Amon Diallo that plays for Manchester United again. They've got Cassie who plays for AC Milan, and that's it's, and they've got players that play in Syria and several players that just play across Europe, which is it's a quite impressive team to bring, I would say. There's some players from the French league, so they brought a decent team, and I feel like that will be a very tough tough end of the group stage match for Germany. That is a must win though, after the loss to Brazil. I still think Germany will and and should get out of the group, but. I'm right now. I'm baking on the players to continue to perform that have to perform. So like we had some decent performance. I'm ready. He obviously got a goal from Germany, but then we had players like the captain, Maximilian Arnold, one of the veterans, one of the people you thought you were going to lean on. 63rd minute red card. So it's just it wasn't Germany's game. I mean, look at let's look at the stats. It was actually pretty even possession. Brazil had 52 percent. Germany had 48 shots though. Brazil had 25, 14 on target. Germany had 7 shots and 4 on target. There was 8 big chances for Brazil. Florian Müller, he conceded 4 but still had a good game. He saved a penalty. Like, it was a horrible match from Germany. It just was not good enough by any standards. One good thing, at least for me, is I got the lineup right. I didn't have much to go on. I just had a, the picture of the starting lineup against Honduras piece it together. I did get the lineup right, but I'm not sure the, co- the coach did. That was not what Germany needed, and that is not the lineup that I believe probably could have been gone with. I mean, let's look. if you look at Germany's performers, I mean, one of them, one of the goal scores comes off the bench, so... I'm hoping maybe he starts. Maybe he gets more game time. I don't know. We'll see. It was a great... I mean, you gotta give credit to Richarlison. He got a hat trick. 7th, 22nd, and 30th minute hat trick. So, 30 minutes to take him to get a hat trick. That's quite impressive. And it was actually 3-2 
until the until stoppage time. So when Paulinho scored in the ninety plus fourth plus fourth minute, so Ak 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 scored a goal for Germany in the eighty fourth minute. He I thought was actually one of the bright spots for Germany, but and there weren't that many. That was not the performance you wanted out of any team, especially a team that's just as talented as Germany. But you got you got, you look back. I think the coach will look back, see what he did wrong. And I think one of the main things that I would say he did completely wrong was the midfield. There was so much space in it, and then defenders would have to go and step, and then that would create open space in behind. And there were so many gaps in the defense. It was not organized at all. And I know this is an international competition, and you don't see those players play together often. But that was pathetic. That was There were so many gaps. Stack, I thought, was going to hold back more. He didn't. He he would step, and there would be space right behind him. Losing Arnold and going down to f- 10 men, I thought we still looked better in the second half, but it wasn't good. It, like, the coaching staff has got to go look back at this, and, I mean, like, you're, like, and can critique everyone's performance. I don't really think anyone had a great game. Omri obviously got a goal. I mean, you got to take what you get from it, but wasn't the great game. Hendricks, one of your bigger name players on this team, he committed the foul leading to the penalty. So, like you can't you can't go at you can't go look at this and go this is a great performance. What a what a day, what a day, but it wasn't. It it just was not at all. Max Cruiser, he's supposed to be the connector. He only had eight passes, eight accurate passes in the opposing opposite in, in Brazil's half, and in, in almost in sixty-eight minutes. He's supposed to be the connector. He's supposed to be connecting everything. He had eight accurate passes in the. That's that just can't happen. So I think that's another thing they've got to fix. Marco Richter was not involved enough. He had six pass. He made eight accurate passes in his entire time being in there for 68 minutes. That's another thing that just can't happen. Like, Omri, he was the most, um, he was in the most, he was in for 74 minutes. He had 22 passes, and that's like, that's the frontline leader. So, that's just, that's, that's just not good enough by any means. And then you look at, and then you look at, like, different players, like, the goalkeeper, he made some insane saves. He came out and was clutch at times, and he still conceded four. Like, without Marco Cunha having one of the worst games I've seen out of a striker, we would have been down six or seven. He missed so many chances. And they were insane chances, too. Like, he missed a penalty, he missed several 1v1s, like, that's just, he had five shots on target. He had four big chances that he missed, like, four major chances that should have been goals. So, without without him having a horrible game, Germany's, Germany's not going to play, like, we're done. So, I, I mean, we've got some breathing room, we're last in the group off of goal differential, I think... We really have to show out and just dominate the Saudi Arabians. 
on Sunday because that's that has to be a must win. It's it's a must win because we lost this game. So we'll see what happens. But I think right now, Germany, if they go ball out, have a great game, play connectedly, get some more involvement, get a lot more chances. I think then we see Germany start coming out and playing their playing much better because this was a disjointed performance. And I mean, even if you look at the lineup, they've got a lot bigger name players out there, like Marcos Cunha, Antony, Richarlison. Like those are big name players with like um, with Diego Carlos. Like those are bigger name players. Dani Alves. I know he's older, but he still have all the experience. So, you've got those bigger name players out there, but then Germany just, they have big names, like Max Kruser, he had a fantastic season for Union Berlin in the Bundesliga this year. Max Arnold played brilliantly for Wolfsburg, and he just, he bailed on his team, he's a captain, you can't do that. You can't do that as a captain. So, I'm just hoping the midfield becomes a lot more connected with the front line and the defense, I am hope the team can compact more. They're holding a high line, but they're not compact, and they're not stepping to the ball quick enough so they can play those balls right through the lines, and that's why they were in on goal so many times. And even when they were Germany's line was at the 18-yard box, they were letting all these runs go right past them, and there wasn't any defender like alert or aware that it was happening, so that just can't happen. But, I mean, if you look at the next game, just a quick preview, Saudi Arabia... They're a decent team, but they don't have any big-name players. I would say probably their most dangerous player, Al Duwasi. He put he's their number he put he's their, he's a number ten. He plays on their left wing. He he hit the woodwork and he scored a goal for them. So also one of the, the own goal that happened for Saudi Arabia. Well, it was Arvid um, Coast got the goal, but it was a uh, Saudi Arabia own goal. That was a pathetic own goal. So it really should have been a one-one draw, but what happens happens. And so I think Germany can take advantage of that miscommunication. Saudi Arabia looked like they were they were in a decent position in this game. They had slightly more chances created. They had the same amount of shots as Ivory Coast did. Ivory Coast made slightly bigger chances and had more percentage of making those chances. But Saudi Arabia had more shots on target. Both of them had a shot against the woodwork. So, I think you can look at this. and The Saudi Arabia team is not going to sit down and let Germany ball right over them. They're not going to. But I think there is places for Germany to take um, to go right through Saudi Arabia. And I think mainly that is right through their center, center of the field. Because that's where Ivory Coast was able to ex- ex- exploit the space. That's going to wrap this Bundesliga recap. I will have a recap. I will have a podcast recapping Germany's game against Saudi Arabia. Hopefully that's a win, but we'll see what happens. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Bye.